You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. Let me just give you a small rundown of how the day went. It's 8 p.m. right now. It's Wednesday. Hi, welcome to a brand new episode, a whole new week. The door is open right now to the office, which is giving me anxiety because Brett can fully hear me. Brett, can you normally hear me when the door is shut and I'm recording? Yeah. Okay, so it's no different? Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. It just makes me feel very like exposed when the door is open. I like to just be in here in private, but Benny's laying down in here. So I would have to shoo him out and then shut the door. I could just lock him in here, but then I know that Brett would barge in and just interrupt. So I'm just leaving the door open and we're just going to do it. Okay. So woke up this morning, right? And did whatever I did, did my show, did a quick little 15 minute Peloton, took a shower, went to work. It was just going to be a normal day or so I thought. So I have my computer open while I work, like my laptop, and I go through my email. So I was deleting all my emails. I really don't get anything important. Um, And my Yahoo email is strictly for Redfin. That's where all my Redfin notifications go. And these days, you guys know, I've been like two months clean. When's the last time I brought up a house that I was like obsessed with? I have been, you know, on my journey to not like a Redfin every day. So I just normally go through and delete, 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 delete. Well, I must have gotten a call or something must have like stopped because I stopped on a house and then I went back and went to delete it. But I was like, oh my God, that's so pretty from the outside. I thought that it was in McKinley Village, but it was actually in Atomas. Anyways, I click on it and I shit you not, the house was perfect. Like it is everything we are looking for, but not looking for because we're not looking. And so I send it to Brett. And he doesn't say anything. So I sent him, send him an all caps message that says, you have to look at this house. And he still didn't say anything. And then he finally looked and he was like, oh my God, that house is amazing. We should put an offer in. And then that immediately has me texting Danielle Carter. If you're looking to sell a home, hit me up for her details or find her on Instagram at Danielle Carl- Carter Realty, Real, Realty, Real, how, oh, oh, okay, never mind. Just hit me up if you need her contact information. So I automatically text her, which I feel bad for doing. I really try to limit, limit myself from doing this because I used to do it all the time. I texted it to her and I knew she would probably take it seriously because I haven't done this to her in a while. And she was like, oh my God, that house is nice. So she was like, it's also very close to where I live. (laughs) And I was like, we could be neighbors. And then we just went down the rabbit hole. Like things just got aggressive really quickly. And um, she was like, well, if you're serious, like this, 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 and this. And so all day today, I've had the like coffee jitters, but I really only had an at-home Keurig coffee. So it was nothing special. Um, But I've had those like jitters as if like something big was about to happen. But obviously I started thinking about all the work that it takes to go in and buy a house. And not only would we be buying a house, but we'd have to sell a house while we're working at home when I'm already working into the night every night and I have so much on my plate and Brett has so much on his plate like is this realistically something that we can handle because I'm a realistic person and I just bought that fucking garage door that would be my luck that I just paid on my credit card for that fucking garage thing and then we would sell the house because that would not raise the value at all you know what I mean um I would be like um can we get can we add an extra thousand to the sale for the new garage door so All day I'm like sweating and just like nervous and anyways, but we were going to have a phone call with her this evening and then we realized that Benny smelled like fish. So we were going to have to cancel my walk for the night, take Benny to go get a bath. But if we're taking him to go get a bath, we might as well just run him through the dog park really quick. So we did that, played for like 10, 15 minutes. That's really all he needs because he gets exhausted, took him to the bath 
at Pet Food Express, which we normally do. And so Brett's like, okay, well, Express is anal glands. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) And he's like, what do you have to do? And I'm like, you have to find like the liquid patch by his butthole and like squeeze up. So Brett just gets right in there and gets it on his first try. Like all this brown stuff goes against the wall. I immediately like spray it off with the water. I have to tell you guys, when I worked at Petco or PetSmart, which one did I work at? Which one did I work at? PetSmart. When I worked there for like a week, that was part of the problem. Like I had to express anal glands and I just pretended like they kept showing me how to do it. And I like I just couldn't do it. I think I couldn't feel like the sack. And I think that was partially because I didn't want to. So I was like, I don't I don't get it. Like, I think I did it, but I never really did. So the fact that Brett just got in there on the first try and freaking express that I could not believe my eyes. Brett, the guy that let's let's rewind it back. The guy that when he first moved here would not even let Chuck in our room at night. I used to lock poor Chuck out of my bedroom. He used to meow outside of the door for hours after we went to bed because he was not allowed inside the bedroom. Then he was allowed inside, but he couldn't sleep on the bed. Then he was allowed inside and he could sleep on the bed, but on his bed. But he couldn't be outside of his bed on our bed. To then the man that said, oh, I want to get a dog. To the man that, I mean, I just, the progression here is astounding, to be honest with you. Like, I cannot believe it. Who is this person? Can you believe that you used to make Chuck sleep outside of our room? That's terrible. It is borderline animal abuse. So anyways, we leave there. We pick up Jack's because at this point we know we're not going to have enough time to pick up or to, to make dinner. Um, we both had shitty Jack's because Jack's is just not good to go. My salad was warm. His sandwich was cold. So those two things are supposed to be the opposite. Come home, get on the phone with Danielle. She is the kindest person. Just talked to us for 40 minutes and was like, I'm going to just be flat out honest with you. Like the market is insane. It's, you know, she was just, she's our friend. So she's going to be honest. She talked us down from the ledge. We are no longer going to look at the house or buy the house or put an offer in or put our house up for sale. Like she was just like, you realize that you wouldn't be able to work from home. You'd have to do something with the animals. If you are going to try to buy this house, your house has to go like that. It has to get ready to picture. It has to get ready to sell. And so anyways, 40 minutes, she talked us down from the ledge, dedicated her night. She has two kids. Here she is dedicating her night to me because I'm a psycho who can't stay off Redfin. I was like, Danielle, I promise that I am not going to do this to you again. I'm never going to go on Redfin. I'm just going to wait to hear from you. When you tell me that it's safe to go on Redfin, I'll be back on Redfin. But until then, make him rage out. Monday. Well, this podcast is going to be real fucking easy to put together this week. I like hope my levels are okay. Can you hear me? Test, test. I want to stop, but I don't want to stop. Um, I'm not even going to bother putting the days and the crickets and the days and the crickets. Like we're taking a break from the norm because... I can't function. So a couple people have noticed that I've been like MIA. First of all, my friend Sierra texted me. She was like, you're you haven't done any activity on your watch and you don't have an Instagram story. Are you okay?" Two, maybe three, three people have messaged me about this and noticed that I've been MIA. So let me just walk backwards. So when's the last day that I recorded? Wednesday. The day my podcast came out and that was the day that everything was going on with the house, like just stress. We were running around that day. It was just a wild day. So the next morning, my alarm clock goes off at seven, right? I'm laying facing the wall in our room. So I'm laying on my left ear facing the wall 
and I snooze my alarm and I roll over so that I'm laying on my right ear. And so my alarm goes off after 10 minutes and I open my eyes and the entire room is spinning and my eyes are pinning like like I just cannot control my vision and then I'm sweating. So I have Brett turn on the ceiling fan and he's about to go take Benny for a walk. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? The room spinning. I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. I panic and I immediately like voice text my brother because he recently had vertigo. And so um, I then have to be violently ill. So I get out of bed and I go throw up. And I've realized that I've left my phone on the bed. And so I'm like, hey, Siri, please don't start. OK, no, she didn't say anything. Um, I was like, text Brett. And so I texted Brett. I was like, please hurry home. Like, oh, my God, I'm panicky. And like, please don't be long. I can't even read what he's responding because I can't reach my phone. He gets home. I'm on the floor, like halfway in the bathroom floor, halfway in our room. He gets me some pillows and some blankets. He's like, let me help you back into bed. And I'm like, no, I cannot. Like, I absolutely could not stand up. And the first day that I was sick, I feel like he was not taking it seriously. I don't know. It's weird because he's gotten more sympathetic as the days have gone on. I don't know what happened the first day, but I feel like, I don't know, this has never happened. Okay, well, we'll get to that. So um, he like gets me blankets and pillows. I'm on the floor and I just keep getting sick. Now I'm shivering. Um, I'm no longer sweating. He went to the store and he got me some Gatorades and some Dramamine. Um, but he didn't get me the chewable Dramamine. So I had to sit up and swallow it, like tilt my head back. And I'm so bad at swallowing pills. He also got me saltines, which wild. He didn't know what those were. And I even had him try some like just yesterday. And he was like, nope, no clue what these are. I was like, do you guys just call these something else in England? So anyways, take the pill, immediately throw it up. And I'm simultaneously texting my sister-in-law because like I said, my brother just had it and she was saying, do you need anything? Like, I'll come bring you these motion sickness pills that he had. So she comes down the street and lets herself in and comes upstairs. And I'm laying on the floor and I am like, I just can't, I can't move. I can't move my head. I can't move anything. And so she hands me these pills and they really don't, I mean... No, they really didn't do anything. The first day was just miserable. There's no way around it. Brett and my dad are two peas in a pod. One in the same just kept saying to me, my dad was texting me, you need to go to the hospital. You need to go to the doctor. So Brett was saying the same thing. So I called Kaiser. The advice nurse said just to hydrate if I start throwing up blood come in. But then she put in a note for my doctor to call me. And my doctor's office called me and said, go to the emergency room immediately. So I was like, I don't know what to believe. Like my chest was tight. Like there was just all these things that were happening, right? So I lay on the floor on my back for eight hours. I don't get up until 4, 430 Brett finally helps me up and gets me into bed. Haven't showered, haven't brushed my teeth. Like I cannot do anything but lay on my back and look at the ceiling. It's so bad. And so I'm like voice texting a couple people. A couple people were telling me that they knew someone that had like it chronically. Anyways, I just I can't do anything. So finally I go to sleep. Didn't even go downstairs this day. Did not leave the room. Didn't do anything. Um, and I'm out of sick days at this point. On Thursday, that was my last sick day because my sick days are about to roll over. So Friday, I wake up and I'm still feeling so bad. 
Um, I like rushed myself through a shower. That's probably what made me feel ill. Like if I stood up too fast, like it was, it was just still really, really bad. So my sister-in-law was going to take me to the hospital, but Brett insisted on taking me. So he had, um, jobs to go do. He gets home and he takes me to the emergency room at Kaiser and at first I was trying to stand and then he was like, you need to get into a wheelchair because I was like wobbling all over the place. So I let him put me into a wheelchair. That was probably the biggest mistake of that day because every from that as soon as you're in a wheelchair you're in a wheelchair so anyone that's taking you anywhere is pushing you in the wheelchair like you're not walking and that wheelchair made me feel so sick 10 times sicker than if I would have just walked so I get to the emergency room there's a long wait I finally get up to the front I get checked in I'm crying hysterically the whole time I don't even know if Brett realizes I'm like it's a downpour because I just have like really bad associations with the hospital I don't like going the only time that I've ever had to go to the ER was with Brett when he chopped his finger off and then you know I had to go to urgent care for my toe but I just have like trauma from being at hospitals and I don't like it so I'm just sitting in the wheelchair like silently crying like sobbing and I get checked in and they take me from Brett and it, from there, it's a shit show. So that was at like 3, 3.30. So I get over to this room. They get me in this bed. They like lift up my shirt, put all these stickies all over me to do an EKG. Someone comes in and takes my blood. They do my blood pressure, things like that. And at this point, I just feel like I'm going to be in and out because I know with Brett's experience with his finger, he was literally in and out. So I just figured I was going to be there for like 30 minutes boy was I wrong so they have a doctor come in he looks about 20 and he tells me that like there's this thing called peripheral like vertigo and it sounds like that's what I have but they need to run all these tests like a CT scan things like that so they're going to take me to a different area while I wait to get the CT scan so they zoom me over in a wheelchair I'm in bay 50 in the hall at the very end right next to the nurse's station next to a woman who I'm pretty sure I heard them say was going through like a drug withdrawal and was throwing up next to me. I have my wallet on me, my phone and a Rayleigh's plastic bag that I brought in case I was going to throw up in the car. That's all I brought because I thought I was going to be in and out. I sit there for like five hours. It is insane they hook me up to an IV to give me fluids because I was dehydrated they put some nausea medication in the IV which didn't really help um they gave me some pills like the nausea medication it was my nausea was so bad that nothing could touch it like they were giving me this medication and I was standing up like no I still feel like I'm gonna die so I'm sitting there forever Brett's gone home I'm like frustrated because I don't know when I'm going to be done. And he keeps asking me questions that I don't have the answers to. And I just physically don't have the strength to ask. Like I can, there's no one around. It's chaos in there. I don't have anyone to ask. My nurse specifically is like behind the counter telling everyone that she's about to be a grandma, showing pictures of her kids saying, I know I don't, I know I don't look old enough to be a grandma. They're talking about the Teslas that they want, the electric car Mercedes. They're talking about puppies that they're going to get. Like they are laughing and having a good old time not paying attention to anyone out there god it's made me so aware of like you know when you work someplace and there's people waiting for service like don't be an asshole that you're just acting like you don't give a fuck behind the counter finally after i've been there forever she's like oh what's going on with your ct scans i have three people in line to get a ct scan 
And so one of the girls that's waiting to get a CT scan is like, she's living life being in there. She got Wendy's delivered to her. She was freaking chatting it up with everyone. I guess when they picked her up, her heart rate was at like something insane. So they were monitoring her heart. Um, And so then she comes over and she like is taking all of our vitals and she like thinks to look at me and she goes, is there a chance that you could be pregnant? She's like, because if you're going to get a CT scan, we need to check for that. And I was like, I guess there could be a chance. And so she's like, okay, we need to get you a urine sample. She's like, let me get all these vitals and then I'll get that for you. So she gets all the vitals. Does she come back with a urine sample thing? No. And at this point, I'm texting like, I'm trying to be conservative with my text because I don't know how long I'm going to be there. My battery's draining. I didn't bring a charger. All I was thinking was, why didn't I bring my purse? Why didn't I bring my AirPods? Why didn't I bring a charger? This is so fucking annoying. And so um, I'm like texting a couple people that work in like, you know, the hospital environment and like getting advice or seeing like how long things take. And finally, the girl with the Wendy's gets taken to go get her CT scan. So I was like, yes, things are going to be moving from here. No. No, she comes back and they don't take me and the other girl. And so it's super frustrating. So then the other girl goes and then my nurse comes over to me and was like, did we ever check to see if you're pregnant? And I was like, nope. And so she gives me a cup. She walks me to the bathroom. I go, I come back and I was like, I'm definitely not pregnant. I was like, because let me tell you, my Aunt Flo came to visit when I was in there doing this pee test. And she's like, okay, well, I still have to test. So she's like sitting there doing the test. Then she puts me in the wheelchair and flies me over to the CT area. And she's like, um, talking to me the whole time. Oh, my dad wants me to make guacamole when I get home. And he said that he doesn't want it spicy and he doesn't want it chunky, wants smooth guacamole. And I am just like, lady, I don't fucking care. Like normally I will chat you up in any instance, but this is not one of them. So she gets me there, drops me off every bump that we go over. Bump, 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 drops me off. I get into the CT scan thing. I'm wearing a King sweatshirt. I put on a King's fleece, some like joggers and my Nike slides to go to the hospital. That's what I was wearing. And so I get on the CT machine. The guy's like, you're a big Kings fan. I was like, this is my dad's. I was, I was like, I, I'm so sorry. I can't have a conversation right now. Puts me in the CT thing, which makes me extremely nauseous. I was like, is, are we spinning right now? So I get, I go back. And when the lady that's rolling me back, I'm like, how long does this take? She was like an hour. She was like, but there is something that you can do. You can do like an AMA against medical advice and you can leave. Because before I asked, I said, do I have to wait for the results? And the nurse was like, girl, you came to the emergency room. Um, Yeah, you wait for your results. And so this other girl was saying you can like release yourself and then they'll call you with the results. The problem is that if there's something wrong with the scan and they call you, you have to start back from the very beginning. And so I was like, fuck that. So I get back into my seat and I'm there for like another hour and 45 minutes after that. My results finally come. Of course, there's nothing, there's nothing on this. Like my blood, my EK, everything came back. Nothing. So the doctor comes over to me. I'm the last one there. One of the last ones there. And at this point, I have a new nurse who knows, who can tell that I'm agitated. She's already pulled the IV out of me. Like she's ready for me to discharge as soon as the doctor comes over. And she kept saying like, I don't know what's taking him so long because the CT results hadn't been in for so long before he came over. And I'm like so frustrated. Brett's frustrated because he can't get a hold of anyone. Finally, a nurse comes over to me and goes, do you have your phone on you? Because your husband's trying to get a hold of you. I'm like, my husband's trying to get answers as to when I can leave. He's not trying to get a hold of me personally. 
They wouldn't let him in. He couldn't get any answers. He's like walking around the complex trying to find where I am. I'm like, Brett, you're not going to be allowed inside of here. So the doctor comes over and he's like, doesn't even explain. I'm like, I'm so even right now, I'm in such a brain fog. I can't even tell you like what he said. He basically said, so you have vertigo. All your scans came back clean. I set up an appointment with a physical therapist. Um, You have a prescription upstairs, blah, blah, blah. Didn't say anything. Actually, he didn't even say I set up an appointment with a physical therapist. He said, I'm going to set up an appointment with a physical therapist. Good thing I looked at my paperwork because I had an appointment for today. I ended up canceling it because I don't have any more sick time left. I can't take time to have a Zoom appointment with a doctor that's going to tell me to do some fucking stretches that I already tried that made me even more nauseous. So anyways, I leave. I make Brett take me to McDonald's. I get a McChicken, a crispy chicken sandwich and a McDouble. I had a bite out of all of them right away, right in the car. I was I hadn't had anything to eat that day. I was so nauseous. They kept asking me, has the, has the medicine worked? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't eaten anything today. Hint, hint. Get me a fucking saltine. They didn't give me a glass of water. Nothing. Nothing. I was just sitting there freaking parched. Granted, I had been hooked up to an IV. So I like had liquids or whatever going straight into my body. So I come home and I am whooped, right? I make Brett go get my prescription. I take it. I go to bed. And then next day I wake up and like each day I'm feeling like 20% better. So Saturday I was feeling better. The, the throwing up only happened on day one. I mean, I threw up about 30 times, if not more. Like, and it was just dry heaving. Like there was nothing in my body that I could give. So Saturday, Brett does everything. He does the laundry. He goes to Costco. He goes to Target. He goes to Rayleigh's. He cooks the lunch. He cooks the dinner. He does folds the laundry, which he doesn't normally do. And now all of our laundry is a mess. He makes the bed. He washes the bedding. He feeds Benny, takes him for walks. He feeds me like he does literally everything. And I feel just so guilty, but I can't move. Like when I stand up, I feel like I'm on a boat. So Saturday, I did nothing but lay on the couch and the medicine makes me super drowsy. So I am napping a lot. And then also I had like a sore throat on Saturday when I woke up. So I'm like, great. I mean, I was in the ER touching all these different services, services, surfaces. So now I like definitely have a cold, right? So I'm taking DayQuil. I'm taking anti-nausea. I'm taking medicine for being dizzy, which aren't the same things unbeknownst to me. And we're just like, I'm watching TV. I've probably watched, I've watched almost everything that's on my list. I tried to watch more Arrested Development, but it just wasn't happening. And then yesterday I wake up and I was hoping I was going to feel 100% better and I was feeling a lot better. So I go into our spare room and I do these stretches that are on this paper that he gave me. And this is what a bunch of people that have had vertigo told me to do. And wouldn't you fucking know it made me feel like shit yesterday, the only day that I woke up feeling like a lot better. So yesterday, same thing. I just laid on the couch. Brett did literally everything. All I wanted when I was at the ER was Panera Bread. I just wanted, or no, Boudin. I wanted a butternut squash soup bowl. So yesterday I got that, just laid around, watched Stranger Things, and then was just like praying to God that today I was going to wake up and be fine. And I woke up and like, I still feel like shit. It's like, I don't feel like I'm moving anymore. I'm not dizzy, but I don't know if it's the medication or just the aftermath of vertigo, but I I am in extreme brain fog. I feel like I cannot even open my eyes. So I'm going to not take the medicine tonight and tomorrow and see how I feel. Hopefully the spins don't come back, but um, I just like, I haven't been able to look at my phone. I've only been texting using voice text. I can't do anything. I just feel literally helpless. It's so crazy because today I was on the phone and this lady was being so mean to me and like I just started laughing because I just like don't care 
And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be rude. She's like, I just have extreme vertigo right now. And I just need to get this taken care of. And I was like, oh my God. So I told her about me. And we talked for like 23 minutes. She was telling me that she has it chronically. She's been getting it off and on since the 90s. And she was like into really like homeopathic like medicine and 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 remedies and things. So she was telling me all this stuff to write down. And like some of it was like a crock. Like she was like stop eating eggs. And she was like going into like big pharma and things like that. Like there was a point where I was like, OK, we get it. But um, she was giving me just like lots of good advice and because my, I was telling her my biggest fear is that like now I'm scared that this is going to happen all the time. Like I'm scared that this is going to happen again because I'm not kidding. It was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I cannot even describe. I mean, if you've had it, you know, but I just cannot even describe how terrible it was. And you know what I was thinking? Remember how I had that spell in England and I thought it was food poisoning? And remember after I went to the Dan and Shay concert with my sister-in-law and I was sick I got the spins all of a sudden and I don't throw up from being hungover or anything like that. So twice in like the past six month period, I thought I've had food poisoning when the doctor was saying either the doctor was saying or I was reading that you can get little spells before it like hits you hard. So I think that's what happened. Like I think it's been building up to this big event and now I just don't know what to do to prevent it from happening again. And I'm like today I feel a lot better besides the brain fog. I have extreme headache. And when I stand up, I do feel a little off balance, but like nothing compared to how I felt. Nothing compared to how I felt at the end of last week. But I'm like scared to death to do those stretches because I don't want like it to make me feel worse. Like eventually in most people, like it just goes away from what I was reading. So I think that's just what's happening. It's going away and I don't want to bring it back with the stretches. But I'm also like, if I don't do the stretches, are the crystals, because that's what it is. It's like crystals in your inner ear that have shifted and that are making you feel off balance. So if I don't do the stretches, are the crystals just going to be chilling in a spot where they're not supposed to be just waiting for this to happen again? Y'all, it is freaking scary. And I just cannot cope with it and I had to my I was supposed to be going to sugar mill this weekend for my friend's birthday obviously couldn't go to that I had had plans for my friend's summer to be there like I just oh my god I can't even stress to you how bad it was like you guys even when I'm sick I'm posting on Instagram and stuff I was not posting anything like I was down I was out for the count and like even right now, I wish I could take Benny for a walk. I just do not trust. I had to cancel my wax tonight. I don't. Uh, first world problems. I'm just I'm trying to reiterate. No, let me just tell you. Brett was like, do you want to go to dinner tonight to get you out of the house? I'll take you to McCoonies. And I said no. Like that's how like scared and bad it was. Like I'm scared to get in the car. I don't want to be out on a walk and suddenly get dizzy because I don't know what the fuck I would do, like lay down on the ground. I know you can't live in fear, but it was so bad that I'm like scared now. Like, I'm supposed to be going out of town this weekend just on Friday night for a concert with my sister-in-law to Fresno to my friend Amanda's. And obviously, like, I, like, feel so comfortable with my sister-in-law and obviously with Amanda. So I know if something would, were to happen, like, I would be in good hands. But I'm so worried about it. Like, what if it happens on the drive there? Like, what if I – I don't – oh, my God. It's just so bad. And I've talked to so many people that have said that it's, like, happens to them often after they get it the first time. I've also talked to people that said they've only gotten it once. So I guess we'll wait and see. But the fact that I had these little episodes leading up to it just scares me. And so now I'm scared of everything. I don't want to leave the house. I had to cancel my wax. I was like, I'm not comfortable driving. Do I want to take Benny for a walk tonight? Of course. But number one, I couldn't have tonight. I'm so low energy, probably from the Dayquil slash the dizziness, nausea medicine. But also 
I just don't trust myself to go out right now. And you know it's bad if I'm not trying to go out to dinner to McCoonies. Like, what? Who am I? It's crazy. So sorry if the episode's short this week. I don't, I mean, that is really what happened these past few days. I, you know what sucks too? I had this reminder set in my phone. There's that event at Arco Arena next Saturday. It's like the la- the final goodbye to Arco. Are they tearing it down? Anyways, at 10 a.m. this morning, you were supposed to follow this link and I forgot. And by the time I got there, it said that there were no more tickets. So now I can't fucking go to that, which sucks. Ugh. Let me tell you, working in customer service is bad. Working in customer service when you're feeling like this is the absolute worst and feeling like you're going to get fired if you take another day. Like Friday was unpaid for me. And I just, it's just a company that has so many different supervisors. And I recently got a new supervisor. So I feel like I don't know them enough to like bring this to them and be like, this is my situation. And I feel like with this company, it's really not up to them as to like, if you get fired for missing time, like they put the fear of God in you when it comes to taking time off. So like, Today for my doctor's appointment, I felt like I couldn't go because I didn't have the time off or I don't have any time available to be able to go to this physical therapy appointment, which in reality, they probably just would have told me to do the stretches that I'm too scared to do. Okay, I think I'm talking too much because I'm getting lightheaded and I need to go lay down on my back on the couch and put put this. I need to table this for now. Tuesday. Let me tell you, this is fun. I'm like living in total denial because I'm sick. I'm sure I picked up something at the emergency room. I know the girl next to me, they were testing her for COVID. She was pregnant and having like chest issues. Anyways, I'm almost positive I heard them say that she came back negative. I know. I know it unless I was delusional. But anyways, I'm sick and I've, I've felt it the past couple days and I've just been in denial. I got like 10 hours of sleep last night. Didn't even stay up and watch the women tell all. And I like thought that I maybe felt better this morning, but I just don't. I feel like absolute dog shit and I'm just in denial because I have freaking plans this weekend. Just like I had plans last weekend, only this was it's like my friend Amanda's 30th birthday. I've already missed it and I have plans to go to a concert and like I have to be better. So I'm going to take a COVID test just to do my due diligence after work today, which I mean, work's done, but I'm waiting for Brett to come home and I'm obviously prolonging it because I'm scared of what it's going to say, but I'm just generally annoyed at everything. Like I'm annoyed that I went to the ER in the first place. Had I not, would I've been sick right now? Would my vertigo have just passed normally? I mean, I don't know, but, um, I haven't eaten anything. I have zero appetite. The room isn't spinning. I'd much rather be sick than have vertigo, but like, I just don't, I'm just over it. You know what I mean? I feel like in a podcast recently, I was like, I wish I could get sick so I could watch TV. I fucking take it back. I take it back. Okay. Cause I don't want this right now. Um, Brett ended up going to get me sushi last night. I didn't want to go, but he was like, I'll still pick you up. Take out. I feel bad saying this, but like I didn't even enjoy it. That's how like not good that I felt. And so I just went to bed early and I was hoping like a full 10 hours of sleep would have me like feeling better today. But I just, um, don't feel good. And that's really it. Like my symptoms, I have a headache, my throat hurts. Um, I just I feel like hot. I don't know. Anyways, I have a er, you know what sucks, too, is I have all these new things that I want to like play with. Like my friend Anna, she posted this ergonomic chair and she's posted about it a few times. So I got it on Amazon. I took a chance getting it used. Normally I strike out with that, but it actually came in like perfect condition and it's so comfy, but I'm just not you kind of sit up in it. I'll put a picture of what the Chuck podcast so you can see. 
It's just not um, for those who are ill, which I have been since I got it. It's just been sitting in the office and I just make eye contact with it often. Um, I read a tweet today that's from the creator of This Is Us saying that tonight starts the 12 This Is Us episode streak until the very end. So there's going to be no more breaks, 12 more episodes starting tonight, and I can't wait. But tonight is also potentially the finale for The Bachelor, and I guarantee I'm not going to be able to stay up for all of it. Like, I want to go to sleep right now. Dinner's already in the oven. Brett's taking Benny for a walk, and I want to eat dinner and pass the fuck out because I have high hopes that um, I'm going to not feel like this very soon. Um, I also saw a TikTok recently about overnight oats. I've never really understood how overnight oats worked, but I want to try. It's from the Emily Marco girl, Maneco, whatever, the, the salmon sushi rice girl. Um, gosh, that sounds good right now. Nothing sounds good, but like salmon sounds good. And I've been craving rice for days. Why? Why rice? Because it's bland. All I've had today was a piece of bread and some apple cider because nothing sounds good. Like nothing. I have no appetite. What do they say? Feed a cold, starve a fever? Or is it opposite? I don't know. But I don't want to eat anything. Food just does not sound good to me. Um, so, yeah, I'll put the I'll put the uh, this is not going to be a good episode. I feel so bad. I'm like moving my chair. Um, um, I um a lot anyways, but I got a text so, you know, I got my nails done. I was complaining about it. That was only two weeks ago. I got it. And I make my nails stretch out for like a month. They are, this is the worst manicure. They're lifting from all four corners. They're chipped. They're cracked. They're so bad. I got a text from Tiffany's Nails. Um, <laughs> and it's an automated text. It says, Tiffany's Nails and Spa. It has been two weeks since your last visit. If your nails need some refill, don't hesitate to come to us and get yourself some pampering. That will be a hard no for me. Tiffany Nails. That will be a hard no. I'm not interested. Um, I'm never coming back again. If I do, in fact, get to go on my little night out of town with my sister-in-law and Amanda this weekend, which Amanda might listen to this before then. Amanda, don't be alarmed. I'm doing everything in my power. Um, and if my naked te- if my naked test, my COVID test is negative, Nothing can stop me. Um, The room isn't spinning. So, I mean, I could deal with a cold. Sorry. Unless you don't want me to get you sick. Um, What was I even going to say? Oh, if I also have a hair appointment on Friday, I was going to get my because I was going to get my hair done. I have grays, get a little trim, have her style it. And I was even thinking like maybe I could get a manicure before I head out, go to cheap ass KB nails. Even KB nails is better than Tiffany's nails. And KB nails is quick and their manicures are shitty, but they're better than Tiffany's nails. I'll tell you that right now. So um, there's this girl that I've been following on Instagram forever. And she posted over the weekend that she like did a pop up at Propaganda, I think. And she like sells she makes handcrafted wreaths and I'm obsessed so I ordered one she's gonna deliver it next week um and it's amazing I can't wait to get it she just made it like green and leafy which is what I like like I just like green leafy like a touch of baby's breath I'm gonna post her Instagram at what the chuck podcast so you guys can take a look at her work I know that she said that her Etsy shop has been 
a little bit like behind like she doesn't have a ton of inventory up there but she just took an order like asked me what I wanted and then that was that so um I'm pretty sure that she could probably do that for you too I mean I didn't ask her but um I'm just super excited to put a wreath on our door I've always wanted one on our door and I feel like just like green leafy is gonna look so nice and I'm happy to support local um, I've been really thinking about taking my eyelash extensions out. I just feel like I've had really bad luck the past three fills. Like I, um, I got burned them off. And then this time I was throwing up so much on Thursday that like my left eye was watering and just crusty and I'm just a mess. And so I feel like this is something that I can cut out of my life. I've been really looking at people that don't have them, which is a lot of like celebrities. Like I feel like eyelash extensions are not really a thing with, celebrities and I feel like a little lash serum I feel like just more natural is the way to go and I feel like if I can dedicate the money that I spend on lash extensions on getting one facial a month so my skin would improve I'd just be happier I don't really need your input it's just something I was thinking about today and so I thought that I'd share okay I'm done sharing because I would really like to go lay down I that's it I have nothing else for you. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast, although I haven't been posting much on that or my regular Instagram. I've just been MIA. Today, I thought about posting a picture of Chuck and Benny on my Instagram, but I just don't have the energy for it. I do not have the energy for it. I do not have the energy to respond to the messages from it. I just do not have the energy. So if you have a message that's been unread for me on one of my pages, I'm sorry. I love you. I just can't. And if I've been responding to you and my messages have been short, I'm sorry. I just physically and mentally cannot. Goodbye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.